Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the fashion. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The music. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. And the selfishness. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. So, my good friends, we're here to talk about Billy Idol. Is that lame or what? No, that's fine. I'm Steve Spears. I'm with Times.com, and I'm regretting this podcast already. No, um, I'm Gina Vivanetto, and um, I have no regrets about this podcast. I, I write a column for TBT, and we have a very special guest. I can't even believe we nabbed this guy. What a coup. Who, who tells who you are? <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean Daly. I'm uh, the pop music critic from the St. Pete Times, and I'm happy to be back. It's been a long time. Been I think it's long, been about long five or six podcasts, and you've had a lot of people three. in here. Yeah. But when I heard we were talking about Billy Idol, Billy I demanded He's the man. to be sweat, part of this. Sweat, sweat, <laughs> sweat, sweat. Yeah. Everybody loves Billy Idol. Is there somebody who's like, oh, I hate Billy Idol? Yeah, there are Idol. a lot of people who hate Billy <laughs> Idol. Well, um, okay. Let's start from Billy Idol's beginnings, and this is why some people hate him. Billy Idol started out in a little band called Generation X, got started in the mid-70s in, in England, and they were kind of considered a faux-punk band because they were kind of like all these pretty boys. They had, For, for, for starters, they had really good teeth in England <laughs> during the punk heyday, and that wasn't cool. All of them had nice dental, <laughs> all of them had nice dental work. Okay, they were good-looking. Lo- good None of them had... S- <laughs> what, wait, what did you say, Steve? Nothing. What did you say? None of them had spots, if you will, or blemishes or acne on their faces. And they sang all these songs with these really kind of... Because the other half half of our audience. Oh, wow. What do you mean our audience? Oh, come on, guys. Do you you know? So, so, uh, you know, here you have really, really good-looking Billy Idol as the lead singer. In a time where, like, The Clash and The Damned and these kind of, you know kind of not the best looking guys in the world are making punk rock music and, and having messages and really important things to say about the politics of the time and rejecting everybody and here comes gorgeous guys <laughs> and uh, they have all these kind of cliched titles you know wild youth uh, your generation and they do a John Lennon cover which is like everything which they do? give me some truth you know and they're like you know the punks hated the hippies and here they come out and they have like they're doing give me some truth and uh and and they're they're beautiful and they have all these kind of cliche titles and stuff and and they were you know moderately successful so that's where Billy Idol got his start in quote unquote but punk rock. Let's not bury Generation X before we talk about one of their truly great songs, "Kiss Me Deadly." Kiss Me Deadly, Kiss me which is kind of a lot of people Kiss consider like a precursor to power metal ballads and of course the the next kiss me deadly which was like, yeah there you go was that the same song? you know i no, gotta be here song, i am the the, the, the pop music critic and i'm really screwing up my bona fides here but um i had no idea that they did kiss me deadly generation x but it was i thought that was a lead forward original same song not the same song oh, man. So See, the same can, we, can we go back don't worry no it's okay that? it's okay my stomach was making noises no it's okay it's okay but really it's a totally different song totally different song yeah. What's great is if you listen to it, you really hear um, Billy Idol's voice is not quite there yet. 
No. I mean, it's a really well-crafted, nice song, but it's kind of funny. Like, you know, very clearly these guys are not punk rock along the same lines as some of our, our punk rock favorites, you know. Um, Tell us some other famous people from Generation X. Well, um, Tony James, the guitarist, went on to be in the very, very punk rock Sig Sig Sputnik. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was it Love Missile? 111 yeah. or something like that. Is that can we yeah. get, a, can we get one of our fact checkers to check? No, it is because we had it on our podcast. Again, they're not, they were not on my iPod. Band. So these yeah. guys definitely well, have that's from Ferris Bueller. Six, six, but yeah. That's I'm sorry, one. I don't mean to interrupt you guys, but I'm, I'm trying to lay down a, a history. These guys, um, you know, down. very glam, very. Um, but you can see, you know, Tony James and Billy Idol, the, the two lead guys, and um, I think Tony James also had something to do with Sisters of Mercy too. I'm not sure, so don't don't you know blog in if you know. But these guys definitely had pop sensibilities. They knew how to write really well crafted, nice songs, and um, so then you know Billy Idol leaves. Wait makes a minute, that you, EP. you were just telling me before the show that you, you thought all their songs were lame and. <gasps> Oh. Steve, I did not say that. Oh. I told you that I was a fan of Generation X, but I didn't think that they could be, you know, they had the punk rock look wow. and everything, but they didn't have the messages that okay. true how punk rock bands like The just, Damned, The Clash, The Sex Pistols. <laughs> Steve and I more? never got along. It doesn't matter. We from the, Right out of so the box, I'm going to be, caught, each in the middle. I'm gonna be caught in the middle of this divorce, and I'm not, I don't know but who I'm going to go one with. One of us will adopt you, or we'll just keep, you'll just keep going from house to house, and you'll get presents from both of us on Christmas. It's going to work out fine for you, Sean. I'm going to do the whole two Thanksgivings, like, ugh, all that food. Okay, Generation X also wrote, the band did Dancing With Myself, which when Billy Idol went solo, he, you know, quote, covered, and it became a huge hit for him. Have you heard both versions? They're indistinguishable. They're the same. Almost. Almost oh, really? to a tee. You, yeah. you can play them back to back and drink a half a bottle of wild turkey and not know the difference. Which you probably did. It was just not even as a test. I said that, I said that entirely <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically. It just, it just so happens. So there you go. So when you said a lot of people, everybody loves Billy Idol, that's not true. A lot of punk rockers actually think he's just a joke and, you know, he's, he's just, you but, know. Uh, uh, actually, Johnny Rotten, there's a quote that Johnny Rotten said, uh, Billy Idol is the Perry Como of punk. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I like Perry Como. Yeah. What's wrong with <laughs> Perry his, Como? That wasn't the response. You know, is that Johnny, a compliment Johnny or what? Ron, <laughs> Johnny Ron is just a mean guy. He is a mean guy. He just, yeah. Has he ever Johnny said anything Lyden. nice about anything? Nah. He's. You know what? He's getting inducted into the. Do you think he'll even? Do you think he'll even show for that? You know, I think he'll show and he'll do something it's stupid, really embarrassing, like fake anarchy. Yeah, you know? or he'll he'll do something really. Just, okay, well, there's your work. history. Let's take it before, from there, No, guys. but before we finish talking about Generation X, let's listen to one song of theirs that, that Billy Idol covered that I love. It's my favorite Billy Idol slash Generation X song. It's called The Untouchables. Okay, let's hear it. You and me I love that song. And he recorded it again on his EP, Don't Stop. Mm-hmm. And good luck trying to find a copy of that on CD anywhere. Oh, God knows I looked. Um, bargain bins. I bet there's plenty of them. Oh, man. I'm not wow, doing again. Um, November 30th of this year, Billy Idol turned 50 years old. Right. 50 years old. That's yeah. An, I, I kept thinking that was a typo because it, 
certainly can't be that old. No, he really if, he, is. if you said he was 40 years old, I'd be like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, well, actually, no. I mean, he's been around since the mid-70s, so it all kind of makes sense. Um, he's been doing that that little sneer now for 30 years. <laughs> kind of interesting. I wonder if he, that's like a direct cop of Elvis's sneer or... But, uh, but you can't just do the sneer. You got to be like hardwired for it. Well, right? yeah, Can you do I the sneer? So. Do the sneer. Do the sneer. sneer. No, no, I was born on Elvis's birthday, though. You know, look at that. I can't. Can anybody do this? Can you do the sneer? But I'm not angry either. I'm a <laughs> Buddhist. Like I'm, I don't think Buddhists uh, can do this. No, sneer. none of us. <laughs> just for the record, none of us can do sneer. <laughs> we all just looked at each other and we're all nodding. No, no, no. 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 Wait a minute, Dave. I see Dave's Dave, doing a good that's sneer. That's pretty good. <laughs> it looks like Dave is an angry. Dave, our producer over in the corner, is doing a pretty good sneer. Looks like he can kick Billy. Maybe some people can send in pictures. Can people send pictures to sneers? Actually, yeah. To the to the, if could they the, send it to our, yeah, our send, thing? Yeah, go to the blogger. Can we have everybody out there send us their best Billy Idol sneer and we'll, like we'll post up like That'd the be top sweet. 10 That'd be best? A good sneer. So give them an address to send it to, Steve. Send it you to know all this by your. 80s.tampabay at gmail.com. Or just go to our blog and go to our blog, email. and you'll see all the stuff on there. Send us your we'll Billy post Idol your sneers. Picture. We'll, we will. Can we, post their can we make a vow that we will post the top ten best Billy Idol if sneers? If we get ten, yeah, sure. Oh come on, we've got readers from here to uh, Gulfport, Thailand, <laughs> Gulfport, Kansas City. Away. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? The other day, I saw um, Argentina. We had listeners. We have listeners in Denmark, Germany, Italy. Thailand, Japan, Australia. It's no, amazing. If we can only get some American Special listeners. Special shout out. Yeah, if we can only get some American listeners, we'd be sad. Yeah. We love you guys, though. Probably most of don't our stop. listeners don't speak English, and that's why they think we're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Idol was kicked out of the Boy Scouts, he says, for, quote, snogging with a girl. What did you suppose snogging is, actually? That's a British expression. What was, the, what was the girl doing in the Boy Scouts? Well, I don't think it was at, like, a, you know, I think maybe they caught him doing something somewhere. And I'm sure it was a girl. What, what should snogging be? Snogging. Snog- you just think it's making out? You know, I was talking about this the other day well, because when I was at the young. Rolling Stone show, uh, a wayward drunk fan from Detroit came in and she she kissed me on the forehead. But I was writing about this and I said she snogged me. Now, is a snog kissing or is it something is on the more? Lips, I don't know. You know well, can please you snog someone on the forehead. Blog about the snog. God, yeah, write so in so to us. Tell us what snogging our... is if, if you're British. We want to know how how been, far is. Snogging. I've been waiting so long to just shoehorn that story into I've a podcast. I've been waiting so, so long. Um, Okay, here's this Billy Idol timeline. And you guys jump in if you have any Billy Idol information. Sure. I don't have well, to carry the whole podcast. Um, 1988, Holy. Billy Idol oh, works. Hear that? 1988. Um, so, you, okay, well, for, you know. 88? What the heck are you doing? <laughs> jumped over everything. No, I just think this is it. really interesting. Okay, all right, all right. From, all right, okay, we'll fill in from Generation X till then. After Generation X, of course, we know, duh, why are we doing this? He gets super, super famous as a solo artist. With the album. He does, he has a knack for really picking weird songs to cover. As I said, in Generation X, he does that, that John Lennon song. Then, you know, he does that Tommy James Moni Moni song, which, which is, which you and I, Steve, have already mentioned is one of our right. all-time least. If you're waiting for us to play a snippet from it. We're not doing it. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not even if you came in the studio right now and held a gun to our, well, maybe we would money, if you did, maybe. or if you gave us gave money, we'll do, we're mercenary. We'll do anything for money. Yeah. We'd even say, Hey, this is one of the best songs from the 80s, right. but we hate the Moni Moni cover. And it was, that's a, all a from Don't Stop. And we even hate the little thing in the middle. Where well, what's his breakthrough song? Uh, well, dancing with myself or yeah. what do you consider? White Wedding. Oh, well, white, white Wedding was hey, the breakthrough song. I'd play that. You want to hear for that? For free, I'd play it. <laughs> it's freaky. Let's three of us get Do you think people actually use this at, when they're at their sister's weddings? I don't know. I was tempted to use it at my sister's wedding. The whole, hey, little sister. 
What have you, you done? done? That's a great way. Let's listen. Yeah. Let's. let's, 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 let's you want to? Let's just yeah, cue it up. Let's cue it up. Sweet. Cue it up, Maestro. Hey, little sister, what have you done? Hey, little sister, who's the only one? Hey, little sister, who's your Superman? Hey, little sister, who's the one you want? Hey, little sister, shotgun. Stay to start again. It's a nice day for a white wedding. It's dark, it's demented, it's fun. It's great. It's a nice day for it, too, don't you think? Yeah, um, and of course, it's also featured in um, the movie Wedding Singer. Yes. Which Billy Idol does a little cameo. Yeah. In. He's, he, he became a little bit of an actor. He was also in The Doors. He's in The Doors. A bit part in The Doors. Didn't and he play in uh, the Tommy on the stage he was production? In, yeah, the, yeah, he was in Tommy and Quadrophenia Live. He really is a golden god. He is a golden <laughs> god, much like you. That's three podcasts in a row. We're he was in to. Heavy Metal 2000, too. Is that your new catch? Are you going like, to co-op that? No, because that's Cameron Crowe yeah. wrote that. And, uh, I just like it. and It doesn't make people's eyes roll just yet. Hmm. Well, maybe. Uh, are we, can we talk about Rebel Yell now? Yes, please. I right, want to put this out to your, your the the blogosphere. That album um, is filled with hits. 1984 album. I thought you were going to use a different word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rebel Yell. I'd like to say honestly, and this is this is no exaggeration. I think that Steve Stevens' guitar solo on Rebel oh, Yell is one of the great great guitar solos in rock history. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people are probably like, what? What's he talking no, about? No, when he hits the whammy bar, I'll oh, go sure. back and I'll listen to it over and over again. Then I'll, sometimes I'll hit my whammy bar. I mean, it <laughs> <laughs> depends hey, I, if it's I, dark. I wanna, <laughs> can you do like a... a God, I'm almost scared to use the word oral in front of you too. You're so stupid. <laughs> could you oral. do like yeah? Could you do like a, a a version of it right now, like without the guitar, like with your mouth? <laughs> yeah. wow. See, look at you guys. You're both so wow. stupid. I, I hate just... this. Can you do it? It's like my stomach. It's like my stomach goes out like, the rebel like, yard. Can you do it? Maybe all three of us could try together. The three stooges. That's why Stevens was doing. No, we can't do it. That's why you need a guitar. To do it, yeah, of course you could do it. Anything you could do with a guitar, you can do. Yeah, here's a, here's an argument. You know what? And that's even more evident. That's even more evidence for my theory that the uh, oh, wait, the guitar solo is so good that you can't recreate it with your mouth. Right. All right, moving right this along. Is the, this is um, your, Rebel Yell came out in 1984. No, no, don't move on because I want to talk about Rebel Yell. the madness. Rebel Yell. I want to talk more about that for a second. Because it's got some other great songs on it, but I also want to make the argument. Some people say this isn't punk rock at all. This is like heavy metal. What it's think? not heavy metal. Yeah. Eyes without a face. That's the one that has the super right. duper great. We've talked when about when you hear the music. music. <laughs> That's we, like a, every time you start does, singing, and, does anybody ever hear that on the radio without doing the little kind of spoken word thing with it? Did you recreate Say this? Your prayers. Prayers. Yeah. Say your prayers. Say your prayers. I'm on a bus on, on a psychedelic trip, reading murder books, and trying to stay here. Thank you know, Sean's not doing it because Sean's a jerk. No, he, looks almost, he doesn't he looks know it. I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking about my, still I'm still thinking about my whammy bar. Solo going through your <laughs> do you want to hear Billy do it? I want to hear Billy do it. Yeah. Let Billy do it.
See, he's in much better tune than we are. But and then I'm, it goes back so delicately into the song again. Dum, yeah, that's a great dum, song. Dum, but that, that album has a lot of good songs. It has um, Blue Highway. Blue Highway is a really it's good It's got um, but Blue Highway wasn't Blessed for a Fantasy. Hit, right? Blue Highway was not a big hit. Yeah. But um, we'll hear it before the podcast's over. We'll get to it. Or maybe we can run it underneath this as we're talking. No, that that's clever. Lame. <laughs> okay. We're going to go out. It's kind of it. postmodern. Yeah. Are we in again? Are we back? Yeah, no, we're back. We're oh, really? How long have we been back for? <laughs> you just sit over there, Sean, and sit with can your we talk about? Can we just... talk about a great underrated? I'm really talking hyperbole today, but um, uh, a nice soundtrack moment, a film moment, was oh, when yeah. they used Hot in the City in the movie mm-hmm. Big. Right. I think a lot of people forget about that. Sing right be- for us, right before. <laughs> I'm not going to sing. But right before Tom Hanks lost his innocence, I believe, or maybe he didn't. It wasn't that night. That you he say lost his, his innocence. He, got you know, got a little, yeah, a little Elizabeth Perkins action. But remember, they're in the. She's like a, a tight ass. What can I say? Can I say? Well, you know, if anyone's gonna get this whole podcast uh, thing totally ripped off the air, it's gonna be Sean. Can you not? Can you? Every know, week, Chase. somehow manages to talk about abusing himself and and doing things with Molly Sherman and oh, Steve and I keep for, it clean. We keep yeah. it clean, and you come on with your. Smut mouth and wonder why it's we don't nice have moment. you. It's a nice movie. Nice week moment. After week it is. Hot it's great. City. Hot in the city. You always got to work. You know when, when I you mentioned come to stuck in the eighties. When I when I, t- when I told people on our blog we were going to be talking about Billy Idol, the song that everyone brought up almost unanimously that they liked was Hot in the City. Really? Which I would never have guessed. Yeah, I would think like Dancing with Myself. Right. You know, mm-hmm. dancing with myself when you were at the the high school dance. That was like the one time where you could come out and act like you could be a lousy sure. dancer. And you could oh, yeah. thrust your arms up in yeah, the air. And you just look stupid because everyone else is like looking stupid. Tourette's. And then once that song was over and like Stairway came on and all the losers like maybe we went back to the bleachers and just <laughs> waited somebody else ask us to yeah, dance. That sounds but, like uh, sixteen yeah. candles. All I know. Over. I'm getting a little awesome. weepy. Whoa! Hey, hey! Let's not do that. You don't need an alternative. If you're sick of listening to us here, Steve's going to provide some music. I just I touched my Mac in a wrong way. <laughs> um, so let's go. So so Billy Idol finishes uh, Rebel Yell. He's oh, I actually have another, one more Rebel Yell story. Are you ready for it? Yes. Rebel Yell comes out what? 1982, 83. What year was it? Please oh, Rebel me. Yell was 84. Okay, mm-hmm. 84, summer of 84. Sold great. I mean, it did really, really, really commercially. It was a huge, gigantic album. It had a bunch of hits. I don't know. The critics probably hated it because critics have never been kind to Billy Idol. Why are you not kind to Billy Idol? I, are you kidding me? When I was at the Washington Post, I reviewed his latest album, and I loved it. Oh. And the latest album is called Devil's Playground. Devil's Playground. And I like that song, Scream. I thought it was good, the single. I just listened to it for the first time today. I thought it was pretty nice. You know what, Gina? We're, I mean, we're critics. I mean, I'm not anymore. You, t- you, no, but you you're literally very, well, ripped you're very, my job she's just critical. Critical. <laughs> You're very critical of me. Um, uh, but uh, I've always liked him, you know. But yeah. then I've never really been respected as a critic. <laughs> well, but that's go. all right. Whatever works. Nervous laughing. So, some John Daly's <laughs> pop music critic so, career. But yet, he's yeah. a regular on the podcast. Go figure. Yeah. So, okay, summer of 84. Likes Journey. Uh, oh, I love your stories. I love yeah, your stories. This isn't all that okay. great of a story. Once we gather around, everyone, gather around. Here we go. Go ahead, Uncle Steve. Steve goes, Steve, Tell us. Steve goes to Europe in the uh, summer of 84 with his buddy Dave. Who saw? Um, Had you lost your innocence yet? And then have you oh, yeah. snogged at this yeah. point? Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Have well. you snogged at this point? <laughs> yeah, I actually snogged in Europe while I was there. Okay. No kidding. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Assuming what we're snogging is what we think it is. Anyway, here's the situation: is. we're in Europe, and we have our concert shirts from uh, Billy Idol because Billy Idol played in Tampa Bay. He played, I think, Ruth Eckerd Hall. 
Um, what which year is was it? Nineteen eighty-four. That's my story with Tom. I'll tell uh, afterwards. It's so a anyway, story. Go ahead. We're wearing we're wearing our Billy Idol concert shirts in London, and people keep coming up to us going, "Where did you get that shirt?" And they're offering us money, like. What do you want, like 20 quid, 30 quid, 40? I mean, they were just like saying, name your price. We want that shirt because I guess he hadn't played on that yet? tour yet. Mm. And so there's everyone, you know, he's a hometown boy and they're all seeing these concert shirts for the first time. I mean, we could have like financed our whole trip if we just thought about it ahead of time. Mm. Did you sell you your got shirt? A bunch of shirts no, we didn't. Because I mean, and I'm glad we didn't sell them, but. We were. I mean, we didn't. We had no idea. In fact, I was hesitant to wear one because I thought people would think we were a little geeky. Like, oh, look at the American tourists wearing the Billy Idol T-shirts. But no, they loved but them you over were the there. Hit. Let's go. Yeah, hmm. got some. Gina, do you have a story? I don't really. I mean, it's only just uh, my little on again, off again boyfriend in middle school who I went out with because, as I told the guys before the podcast, his name is Tom. And initially, I went out with him because he had a really cool pair of pants that I wanted to wear really bad. He was the only real punk rock guy in my whole junior high school. And his name was Tom. And he was a good two or three years um, older than all of us because he kept getting left back all the time. And he was really bad. And he smoked cigarettes. And he was kind of like you know, the William S. Burroughs of the school. He was like older than all of us and really bad and William rough. S. Burroughs. <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds well, you dreamy. Know, I mean, if, we, if we were like the beat generation, he was like the older one that we all like, he would be real bad and do drugs and stuff. And I was like, Hey, that should be my boyfriend. Cause I'm a loser. I'm on my way to loserville and stuff. So he had all the really cool, like he, you know, he gave me my, my first little Kiss. Femmes. Um, kind of not really. I kind of made out with his friend Todd before I made out with him. Sorry, oh, Tom. Man. But um, wow. he gave me my first like Violet Femmes cassette and stuff. But anyway, um, Billy Idol was coming to town in 1984 and he wanted to take me, but I didn't want to go. Does Tom still him. live around here? Um, I hope not anymore. God, but every once in a just, while. Did he know that you made out with Todd? Yeah, I did that at a party at his did house. He, did, <laughs> Ooh, he at, did he forgive you? Oh, man. He walked me home that night, though, which was really nice because I got all drunk I and I made out with his friend. And she's such the vixen. Actually, you want to know the truth? I made out with two of his friends. Oh, man. (laughs) The same night? Same night. And then um, I had never even made out with him. And then he walked me home. He was really nice. He was always a real gentleman to me. He was really nice. He was like, you know. And you just stomped all over his heart. Pretty much. And then he would like move away and then move back every couple years and like always try to go back out with me. And I was just like. You know, they were those pants that I always wanted to wear, you know, because he had this really cool pair of black (laughs) pants and he bleached them like all like totally did this great job, too. They didn't look sloppy like they look really professionally done. He bleached them. So they were like this amazing swirls of black and white (laughs) bleach. And look at me still like you could see like my eyes are like zoning out. I'm like, I want those pants. But then we really got to be really close. And over the years, like as soon as it's over, I might go out and buy some bleach. Yeah, he had really cool pants. Really cool pants. And we hung out a lot, here? like over the years. I remember we saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure together and did all kinds of things. And, you know, he got me smoking and drinking and doing all the cool things that the punks do. Speaking of smoking and drinking, Billy Idol is no uh, stranger to <laughs> Who? These, oh, but. yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. we didn't Billy talk Idol. about this. But anyway, he went to Billy Idol. Idol. Accident. Here we go. Here we go. Well, no, I don't know how he got into his accident, but in early 1990, Billy Idol was hospitalized in LA because he fractured his right leg in a motorcycle accident. And they actually had to put a steel rod. <laughs> Hello. I have a steel rod in, in my leg, leg. In his leg. Do you really? Yes, I do. Oh. 12 inch titanium rod in my right leg. Do you really? Yeah. What do you want me to show it to you? I can't. It's in my leg. Yeah, but 12 inch. Can you feel it? 
if you want. You can I ask like an obvious dumb question? What? Was it from a motorcycle when you accident? When you go to the, do you have to tell people at okay, the airport? Okay, this happened right before 9-11. And, the uh, do- and I asked everybody like, will it make the airport thing go off? And they're all like, no, no, no problem. But then it? airport security got beefed up a lot. And it makes sometimes like half the time. Wow. Yeah. So I'll go through and it's like, how come this had to happen right after I got the big titanium rod in my leg? Yes, I do have a titanium rod in my leg. God, we're finding out so much about Jesus. Know. This is really you know, not about you Billy. Think I'm this already, is a very special uh, This is episode. a very, tonight, on a very special Stuck in the 80s, Billy Idol and Gina Vipinetto. But but we can do a neat Billy Idol timeline. Do you have more? Because I have a no, lot of well, all I, of his bad boy antics here. I know, but I just want to finish this one bad boy And thing. they're nearly as bad as mine. <laughs> well, we're going to hear about yours, too. Don't, don't kid yourself. Because after he had the motorcycle accident, he, he had just come out with his, yes. his album... Um, Charmed Life, wasn't it? Well, he came out with Charmed Life like right after right, the motorcycle right. accident. And he wanted, yeah. he had to film a video for Rock the well, Cradle of Love, right? Oh, yeah. It's a great song. And, you know, how's he going to do it? Because he, he was partially paralyzed after that accident. Mm, he couldn't couldn't walk. So, so, Sean, do you know how he did it? How well, did I he film he's the video? And they only shoot him from the waist up, right? right. And they do that kind of Andy Warhol thing. Yep. Like, isn't he distorted somehow? Yep. And he shows up on yeah. the TV. And, right. And the, you the only apartment. see him from the waist up. That's in the a video. great, great video. You like it's that like video? It's like Max Headroom or something. It is. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's great. It's a fantastic video. It's got a fantastic song. And, and look, that girl is incredibly uh, sexy and hot. She is hot. Mm. Yeah, She's I like a, that. Babylicious. Let's she back really up is. just a little bit here. But, oh, yeah, but I think before that, um, he had a famous love affair, if we're talking about the 80s, with downtown... Oh, no, 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 no. Who was the... Not downtown Julie Brown. Who was the Martha MTV Quinn? J? No, the um, Wubba Wubba Wubba. That, that, is, that's, that was Julie Brown? That's downtown Julie downtown Brown. Julie yeah. Brown. Yeah. And she, she was, uh, later posed in Playboy and said, I believe that Billy Idol was a ferocious lover. Wow. Ferocious. Well, ferocious lover. Was that good? Okay. Yeah, no, that yeah. was a good okay. thing. Okay. That was a good you thing. tell us, I guess. I don't know. No, Would you I mean, like to be called ferocious, Sean? Would you describe yourself as a ferocious lover? No. I'll let you know something. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is I'm more ferocious. of a distant. Sean is a <laughs> aloof lover. Not, not He's lover. an aloof lover. <laughs> that's, not the, that's usually not the word you're going for, but that's going to work. <laughs> Um, Give us some more bad boy okay, stories. Okay, well, this, this bear with us because we're getting into the '90s here, but we just want to get you a little bit. Bear with us. Is that why you're laughing? Because I, I don't bear know. With because us? Yeah. you're an idiot. I know. Okay, so well, I'm going to give you some '90s trivia, but it is about our, our '80s punk rock guy here. So just you know, forgive us for just going in the '90s a little bit. But it is interesting to see where what he has been doing for the past decade or two. In 1988, he worked with the extremely punk rock Joni Mitchell. <laughs> Okay, he worked with. Um, I've never seen know, her laugh like that. Folky, because she's so even, not punk rock. She didn't rock, even say anything dirty. What she laughing No, I mean about? she's okay. The folk, you know, godmother of folk, pretty much Joni Mitchell, who I, you know, I adore. She's a great little gal, but you see her with Billy Idol, it's just ridiculous. Did they he, date? No, he worked on a song of hers called "Dancing Clown." And again, you know, everybody in the punk rock community <laughs> was probably funny. like, that's, oh, I you know, everybody in the too. punk rock community was probably like, okay, there goes Billy Idol again, being so, so punk rock. In 1989, he trashed a hotel room in Thailand. In 1990, as Steve said, he got in that motorcycle accident. He almost lost his leg. As soon as he recovered, he had a very, <laughs> he, had a really, <laughs> he had a drug overdose. Sorry, don't mean to. That's not nice. Then he canceled his Canadian tour. In 1991, he released Charmed Life. Um, and that was a dog, right? And then he well, got Cradle charged. Love is a great no. song. He got charged with assault after oh. he punched a woman in the face. 
1991. True. Um, 1992, he pled guilty to that. He avoided jail and he, he paid a fine. 1993, he released that album Cyberpunk. Oh god, that was a dog. Yeah, he was and trying he to change one of the lousiest. Not only that, but he stopped with the he stopped with the spiky hair and went to dreadlocks. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, and and again, the William that? Gibson, the cyberpunk community rejected him. They were like, "You're you're you're not cyberpunk. You're you're an idiot." 1994, he had another near fatal drug overdose. That might have been the year that he had. What was his drug, drug of choice? Does it say GBH? He was really into that kind of like amphetamine, weird, crazy. I think that was the year he had the overdose, like right in a L.A. disco or something. I don't remember. We, we can Google it later. So. If she talks any faster, we're going to have to check her for no reason. I have so much caffeine today. I think I'm on GBH. I'm about to have. Public I know. I'm just like, <laughs> and 1998 is the year he did that wedding singer again. Again, very. very can we stop very and have a quote? Thing. Can we stop and have a quote from wedding singer? I think singer? we should. So to prove that he actually was in. Yeah, oh, do, now, can we get that? Oh, that's great. Sure. Here, here's here's a movie. And it's like everyone loves. Everyone who's a fan of the 80s loves the wedding singer. I know that's one of my favorite movies. Period. And it's definitely Adam Sandler's best movie. But I remember the first time I watched it, and and you see Billy Idol. I remember thinking, first of all, I remember thinking, isn't Billy Idol dead? <laughs> Did you really think it was? Dead? I thought, I'm watching I thought it was, and still wondering. Is I, I, I honestly God I thought he was dead. I, I remember hearing that somewhere. I think there was a rumor going around he was dead. Two, and then when they finally showed him, I'm like, that's not Billy Idol. I mean, I had to actually watch the closing credits before I believed that it was I Billy Idol. If it was like somebody playing Billy Idol. Yeah, I just yeah. yeah, I thought it was. But but it, but it has a great scene at the very end of the movie, and here's a great quote from it. I don't know what to do. She's getting married and he's going to ruin her life. Yeah, Glenn doesn't deserve her. All he cares about possessions. Fancy cars, CD players. Even women are possessions to him. Yeah. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. I'm drunk with power. Are we back? Gina's drunk with power. Look at her. I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to have to put her in a cool bath of cool water. You really Look are. Look at her. She's losing it over there. She's turning purple. <laughs> Uh, you know what the problem is? Is you went on that little riff of dates over there. Or you, what was it like? It, you're like the, you're like the beginning of that song Amadeus by Falco. <laughs> in 1876, Wolfgang Amadeus is born. In 1877, he records the magic flute. In December of that year, he dies. I, mean, I, I was I was waiting for that. Or to ha- 19. I'm waiting, no, 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 for Fal- <laughs> I'm waiting for Falco to start going Amadeus, Amadeus. Wouldn't that be great if we could just command things like that to happen too? <laughs> All of a sudden, the chorus comes in. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, not, not yeah. in this year's budget. Oh, but bad, bad Billy. He's you know what? He, as good of a singer as he is, he's got some. He he gives these fantastic quotes to the media that I just bust me up laughing. I love this one where he says, "It was right after his motorcycle accident." He goes, Every Everybody got it wrong. I said I was into porn again, not born again. Oh, God. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Billy. And then. to tell the people he's got some teenage kids? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Take it away from him. You can't have anything nice. Where's my Sean's stomach? Sean's telling us that he's got, okay, he's got teenage kids, we know, and Sean, our wealth of knowledge of Oh, boy, you really know. set me up to fail. Um, no, he was just, he's been talking to his son, uh, there was a night recently where his son played on the Sunset Strip one night, and then Billy played the next night in the same venue. Cool. And Billy was saying that how his son gets so many more women than he does uh, now. Uh, uh, uh. But I forget was if, if you know his son's he's band's name. It's, it's years up and old. Comer, up and coming out. <laughs> it was silly. He's Billy Idol. Yeah. He's, gonna he's be a ferocious lover. He's he's a ferocious I mean, lover. If he was a ferocious lover, then he's got to be still kind of what a lukewarm lover. At this no, point. no, no. He's, he's, still, he's, he's mildly aggressive. You know. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you should do this near. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a ferocious lover? Girls or boys? Lover? What? <laughs> Just you pre- a ferocious lover? 
Um, I, I don't really care. I'm just happy if anybody hits on me. Oh, hobos, anybody. Give me a hug. Just kinda, give me a hug. Oh. Can we hug it out? <laughs> yeah, let's hug it out. No. He, so he was a notorious hotel room trasher, right? Yeah. Kind yeah. of cliche, but yeah. I, I, want, I have a question for you. What do you. What do you save? If you're trashing a hotel room, what would you throw out last? You mean throw out the window? Well, yeah, throw I throw the, the TV out first. It's like, what the hell are you going to do uh, once that TV's out the window? I know. It's probably the telephone. Because the then telephone you, last? But, but, well, you could order room service. Oh, that's have our priorities. Hello, is this priorities? room service? Can I, I have another lawyer. bottle of Jack Daniels up here in room 12, please? I think the TV would go last, like the cherry on top. Room. I just couldn't yeah. No one trashes hotel rooms anymore. I think that's a great podcast First, I would take all the free lotions and shampoos. And pour them all out into the sink and make a nice little bubbly mess. <laughs> nice little bubbly mess. I no, think that for the 100th podcast, it should be in a hotel room. And we should trash and it trash while we talk about people trashing as, hotel rooms. Yes. Who did it first? Like the Who, I guess, or somebody or what? The Keith Moon Zeppelin used to like... The Who. Keith Moon, didn't he drive his car into a hotel pool once, I'm pretty sure? Broke some teeth. Didn't he like knock out all his teeth in the process? Oh, geez, I'm sure. I don't know. I but he did story. drive a car. Do you want to know how pitiful hotel room trashing is these days? Will Smith made news. This no. is this, Will Smith made news in Paris. He got accused of trashing a hotel room because he left a few rotten peaches on the floor. The Fresh oh. Prince. Swear to God. It's, and I, I was like, Are you kidding me? Is this all we got these days? I know oh, Iggy Pop one time deliberately drove their tour bus under a bridge, you know, and it said like the, oh, the, the height capacity or whatever was only such and such, and he knew that the tour bus was definitely way above it, and he was like, I don't care, and he just kept driving and driving, and wham, and just took like the whole top nice. of the bus off. That's sweet. I, I did that when I was a bellboy at the, at the Columbia <laughs> Inn in Columbia, Maryland, but I was driving the courtesy van, and I didn't want to go back to work, and I'm like, woo, but I go into the parking lot, and wham. Did you really do that, Sean? I swear to I God. Huge dent. You... No, huge dent in the top of You're the so courtesy bag. Statue of limitations running on that. Were you, were you, were you strung and out say, on heroin so with peanut butter spread all over yourself like Iggy Pop? Or no? No. I was, a, I was just a ferocious bellboy. Ferocious. <laughs> well, the ferocious man himself. I didn't get fired, by the way. So. <laughs> is 50 years old and... We've got to stop talking about him. And he's him. actually, no, he's made a huge comeback. I mean, everybody he's thought great. he was gone forever, and here people are talking about him left and right again all year long. Have we been hearing about Billy Idol If he comes again, to town, so are, are the three of us going to go see him? Um, maybe. maybe if Tom Noble brings his cool pants and asks me this time, I'll say yes. And this time I'm buying extra copies of the T-shirt to bring to London. Exactly. Good. We've got this all planned out. We've had 20-some-odd years to prepare for this. Yes. You, didn't, you didn't tell us about snogging in, in, in Europe, though. You snogged when you were I over snogged. there? How old were you? We're not sure what it is. Uh, 16. 16? And you had already lost your innocence? Oh, yeah. What? Really? Oh, yeah. Like, what are you like? Don Johnson? He lost when he was 11? How old were you? 16. When I did. Oh, 16? Oh. Yeah, it was early that spring. Well, let's make a We're going to cover all this in our sex together. podcast, which is coming up sex real soon. Sex podcast coming up. I can't wait for the sex podcast. We have some really good music planned for that one. Yeah, that's going to be... M- I lost mine to Natalie Diffenbaugh. Yeah, well, nice. <laughs> now everyone knows she's a slut. <laughs> no. no, she's not. She was a nice woman. And I remember I was all nervous and Johnny Carson was on, but somehow Johnny calmed me. How come everybody has some TV You were watching Johnny Carson the first time you had sex? We were in a hotel room. But John, Why did I'm you like, turn the TV off? I was very nervous. I needed some background noise. There's too much pressure. Next time, think about Baseball McMahon players. Going, right you are. Like the, uh, the great scene in <laughs> right singles. you are, Jean. Ed McMahon in the background. No, I said Johnny. Johnny. Ed was the opposite effect. <laughs> oh, oh God. I wish I remember who the Billy, guest was. Billy, take us night. home. Billy. Yeah, let's just get Billy. Billy, to here take it's time to take the highway with Billy. Here we go. See you guys next time. You know we're going to ride on a blue highway.
Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online minions of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The engineer is Mr. Dave Morrison. Special shout out to David Peterkovsky for producing our Zippy show opener. If you'd like to email us, please don't. We never answer our emails. But go to our blog at www.tampabay.com slash blog slash 80s. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Right! Too abrupt of an ending? No, I think it's fine. I think the people are giving up. Trust me, no one's making it to the ending anyway. Oh, yeah. You want to record it? No, I like this. I like this. We're stuck in the 80s. How long was that? That sucker's We're stuck in the 80s.